33 years ago, the Soviet Union fell apart. A Marxist-Leninist system that had existed in direct competition with the Western away for nearly half a century was suddenly no more. Unfortunately, in that moment of triumph, Western leaders made a grave misjudgment. They started to presume that there was something inevitable about that Western success. If the Soviet Union had ditched communism in favour of free markets, they presumed, everyone else would become more Western too, right? Wrong. And nowhere more wrong than with regard to China. At the turn of the century, when China was welcomed into the World Trade Organization, all the clever people at the State Department and in Washington assumed it was only a matter of time before China's emerging middle class would make that country more like the West. Under Deng Xiaoping and immediately after him, China had indeed permitted private enterprise. The country's communist rulers appeared to impose some limits on their own power. China's provinces had quite a high degree of autonomy. Hong Kong even had her own legal system, her own currency and a measure of democracy. Unfortunately, it's now clear that Deng's leadership didn't represent a new direction for China, but an all too brief interlude. Under Xi, China has reverted to the Ming tradition, authoritarian government, overzealous control, often the targeting of those who are seemed to be independently wealthy. Rather than becoming a part of the international order, China seems intent on threatening it. Democracy has been snuffed out in Hong Kong. Military bases have been built in the South China Sea. Taiwan is at risk of invasion. If China is behaving like she's in competition with the Western way, it's because she is. And we need to wake up and recognise this and act accordingly. Just as there was never anything inevitable about the success of the West, nor is there today anything inevitable about the rise of China. In fact, China faces some quite serious demographic decline. Ruled by an innovation-sapping authoritarian regime, China may not be destined for global hegemony the way we've been told. But that may not make the Chinese government any easier to deal with. On the contrary, it may make it all the harder. At the same time, rather than becoming more Western, many parts of the world besides China, such as Turkey or Pakistan or Egypt, seem to be less Western than they used to be. The West itself is becoming less Western, with Europe undergoing some dramatic demographic change. Having prevailed against a Marxist-Leninist system in Russia, Western leaders allowed a Marxist identitarian system to fester on their university campuses. Many universities no longer teach Western classics. They've, in effect, abandoned what you might call the European Enlightenment. The West needs leaders willing to set aside post-Cold War assumptions. Rather than presume Western success, we need leaders like Thatcher and Reagan who recognise that it is tough and difficult to stand up for Western interests, but that it is essential that we do so. Above all, we need leaders that appreciate that Western culture is the product of ideas and insights that didn't just arise in a vacuum. The Western way needs safeguarding, not just abroad, but on college campuses here in the United States too.